Yo, Powerade, pass me the ball. We get it. We're athletes. I actually came in 15th in my state at swimming in 2011. I produce a podcast where my business partner and I review America's favorite brands, and we chose to review Powerade this week. Blue 42! Blue 42! I'm having a hard time. I don't know how to express my emotions very well, because I was not around emotions when I was in the pool, slash on the court. The game is halfway over, and Gatorade is ahead, 72.1 to 16.7. What's your play? This is what Powerade means to us. Powerade offers what everyone really actually asks demographics everywhere. Never before have I personally witnessed such a synthesis of business savvy and creativity as I have in this email. If you are interested in pursuing our ideas, please let us know. We look forward to hearing from you. Sincerely, the Great Samaritans. Vertical integration. Synergy. Past the briefcase. Attention. Interest. Desire. Action. Strengths and weaknesses. Everyone turn to slide. What's your end game? What do they want that they don't know they want? Dow Jones. Welcome to Great Samaritans, the podcast where we take a deep dive into your favorite food and beverage brands. My name's Thomas Stern. I'm joined by my co-host, John Ramsey. And we're doing this podcast because it's both of our dreams to start our own food or beverage business one day. And we thought, what better way to do that than research some of our favorite food and beverage brands? How's it going, John? It's great. I'm uh, not to get too into what I've been doing for the last week, but I've gotten so deep into vines. I've gotten so so deep into like the most popular vines because they feel so comfy and cozy and i know that i'm probably three years late i mean when did vine close its doors do you remember do you remember thomas i think you're about four or five years late on this now (laughs) but i'm not sure i never got into vine maybe maybe i'm just listening to it to remember youth in some way for me and everyone who's forgotten about vine and maybe everyone else who hasn't ever gotten into it. What What's your favorite Vine, and maybe what is the deal with Vine? Um, I'm going to answer those in reverse. Vine is, okay. Vine is six-second clips, and they can be filled with whatever you want them to be, but typically they're filled with some type of quick comedic premise and then a, a quick punch, a quick justification, or, you know, they, they like to end on a joke line. And I think... The best Vine, ah, it's so tough. The Vine that still gives me the most joy is, uh, and I don't remember the name, I don't know who it is, I just watch them, but it's the little boy with his ears tucked behind, (laughs) with uh, his ears tucked in front of his hood, dancing to Snoop Dogg. Okay, that sounds funny. Well, yeah, I, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Why why do you need Vine when you can have me describing Vines? That's a great question. That's what I've been doing. What have you What have you been up to, Thomas? I want to mention that I went to the farmer's market today, and you can buy CBD flour, so weed with no THC in it, at the farmer's market now at several stands. And uh, I, I think that's really cool. I, I bought some, uh, you know, to relax at the oh, end sure. of the day. and. Yeah, just I thought it was cool to see a bunch of jars of weed at the farmers market. Uh, what uh, what do you like to bake? What is like? Do you have a recipe that you just really enjoy? I'm gonna smoke it or vaporize it. I don't have a vaporizer. Maybe I'll get one. And I watch Vine. <laughs> well, we've uh, we've exhausted our guests' patience probably at this point. So it's time to introduce our her. guest. Our guest is screaming. <laughs> Can't Let me on. <laughs> screaming, I can't wait to get on. Let me on now. <laughs> Our dear friend, Janelle Blasdell. Blaisdell. Is with us. Blaisdell? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. That's okay. I don't think I've ever said my last name to either of you, maybe. so. Yeah, it's I, my I uh, for a second, assumed it was Blasdell, but... I'm glad that Thomas said it so I didn't have to look like an idiot. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's a long A and um, it, you know, it's tricky. It tricks a lot of people. There used to be an I in there to make it more clear that it was a long A sound because the way it's spelled, for those listening, B-L-A-S-D-E-L, it does look like it would be Blasdel. So you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. So Janelle. I have a. Go ahead. Oh, I uh, I just wanted to finish this little topic. I have a um, a button, I guess, a mnemonic device for remembering Janelle's last name, and it's that sh- Thomas loves to blaze Dell up some <laughs> CBD flower. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah, I love Edit. it. Edit. Edit. Sweep that one. It's done. <laughs> Well, and that's, that's what, a keeper. you know, the, well, growing up playing basketball and soccer, my coaches and my teammates, they all called me Blaze. That was my nickname on the court Ooh. in the field. I was not super fast. So it was, it's just the whole last name, you know, like Blaze, there you go. Go all right. Blaze. Now, before we get into Sunny D, I'm pretty obsessed with basketball the first time I reached out to John in a long time was to ask him if he wanted to join my, my NBA playoffs pool. Uh, I'm wearing a Clippers sweater right now. Nice. And anyway, I, so I'm just curious, Janelle, like, do you still pay attention to the sport? How good did you get? And what was your, uh, what was your position? Oh man. Um, well, okay. So I feel like a bad basketball fan. Cause I don't, I don't, I have not kept up with teams very well, but I still, I, anytime there's a game on, I love to watch it. I love to watch college basketball. Um, when I was living in Minneapolis, I got really into um, like watching WNBA there. That was so much fun. Um, and they would win like a lot of championships too. So that was, oh my gosh, now I feel bad. It's the Minnesota Lynx. Is that right? The women's yes, team? Yes, I believe oh, so. And then it was like, I grew up in Indiana, uh, the Indiana Fever. Um, they were always really good. It was often like came down to Indiana and Minnesota. Um, so that was really cool. Uh, watched the Pacers a lot when I was a kid growing up and watched a lot of Purdue basketball. Uh, my dad went to Purdue, so they were our, we watched a lot of Big Ten basketball. And I remember like Michigan State and the University of Michigan were really good back around like, like in the late 90s, mid 90s, somewhere around there. Yeah. Love the Bulls. Um, nice. So yeah, so I, I like, I wish I knew more about what was going on on all the teams, but uh, but I enjoy the sport and the fun of it. And um, when I was in like from eight through 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 high school, I played competitively and um, wow, uh, like played AAU during the off season Whoa. and then played all through. I loved. Did you play AAU? Did you? Play no, that's way higher than I got. I stopped in middle school. Well, but it sounds like the love of the love of the game is still strong for you. Oh yeah, I'm a hooper. There you go. Yes, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, and I just think it's like I love like last winter went to a lot of Bulls games. Well, as many as I could. Wow. I just love like the and my favorite part is the like the pump up, but when they're gonna announce the starting lineup and that music yes. and the lights go down and it's just like. It's just so exciting, and I get super into it. And um, I was really competitive as a kid and growing up as I was playing sports and stuff. And I played. I was a shooting guard. I would. I would sometimes play point guard, but I was often a shooting guard. I was like a like in the numbers. Like I was a two. Yeah. Um, and sometimes a one. And um, yeah. I, I. But I. I. I had a lot of knee surgeries, so I couldn't really. I wasn't able to finish out my senior season. Um. But, uh, yeah, it was, it still loved it. And I think too, it was like, I would have, I probably would have gone on to play, like I would do rec basketball in college and stuff, but had to take it kind of easy on my, (laughs) my falling apart knees. Wow. So if your knees didn't get injured, there's a world where you're playing college hoops in the WNBA. Yeah. Okay. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think so, but. I loved to dream about that, I was, but yeah, it was, I had so much fun, lots of great memories and, you know, as my teammates still like such good friends that I got to, to make 
while I was playing. And I think that's why I love improv so much is just the teammate atmosphere and that def- yes. like that sort of excitement before a show and how you're all supporting and working with each other. It's um, it brings back it's a lot of a lot of basketball memories that come up too, which is really fun. All right, so forty-five minutes in, maybe we should get to Sunny D. Um, <laughs> no way! Yeah, no, maybe. we're not at forty-five minutes. <laughs> but yeah, Janelle, why don't you just uh, walk us through yeah. maybe what made you want to choose Sunny D and your experience with it? Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited to do that. Um, and actually, like talking about basketball and and kids sports and all that. Um, that is a lot of the reason why I chose Sunny D. I feel like I grew up watching all of the, like the Sunny D's 90s commercials where you see these like packs of teenagers, just they're playing beach volleyball, they're rollerblading, they're skateboarding, they're doing really cool stuff. And they, then they come home and uh, there's Sunny D there and that's how they hydrate and that's how they have fun. And it was all this just like sunshine all day, every day. California is so cool. Here's how you be a cool teen. And so watching those commercials, I was like, this is the drink for me. Um, so there's a, a lot of nostalgia attached to the Sunny Delight, now Sunny D brand. And I, so yeah, when you guys were like, let's talk food or Bev, um, that was the brand that came to mind really quickly as far as I remember these commercials. I remember having them in my lunchbox all the time as a kid. Um, but then like they, it kind of dropped off my radar. And so I wanted to get back in touch with Sunny D, you know? Nice. I want to talk about that moment eventually. Uh, I'm just bookmarking it for now, I think. But like, there is a moment in all kids' lives when they, I don't know what it is, but they just stop drinking Sunny D. I wonder, like, I don't know what the trigger is for that. Like, mom just stops buying it, or you start watching different TV channels and you just don't see the commercials as much anymore. I'm, I'm curious to dive in to why it drops off because you're into it from such a young age and it leaves such an impression on you. Like it has all of the um, elements of just being like a lifelong thing that you either enjoy or want to enjoy. And it has even some health benefits or values. So I, yeah, I've been thinking a lot about why did it just disappear almost? Yeah. yeah I mean, I, go ahead, Thomas. Sorry. What I was actually, I was probably going to just kind of, figure out what to say as I started talking. So why don't you go ahead, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, I, I, I'm always like, um, the whole, like, how do I, do I remember my last sunny D? Like, that's the question for me too, of like, um, yeah, what is that? Is that a decision moment or do we all, do any of us ever know when our last certain treat is going to be? Like, I feel the same way about like, when did I last? Eat, when when did I eat my last fruit by the foot? Which was another formative type of snack, and I loved them and mm-hmm. I ate them a lot. But then some at some point I stopped, and I'm just like, when was that last fruit by the foot? And did I know? Same for my Sunny D. When was that last one? And did I know it was going to be my last? Oh gosh, that sounded bleak though. Um, <laughs> last for that moment, I guess. <laughs> Not last anymore. <laughs> yeah. We'll add we'll add in some melodramatic music. For <laughs> Thank that you. Moment. Please you do. <laughs> my take, real quick, is that I think there might have just been these huge brands from like the the nineties, like these generational brands, and some of them just decide to stay on the ship when it goes down. Like they don't want to change, maybe, and but as as people do. What about John? So do you? I don't know if you went into much of your uh, your history with Sunny D. Did you? Were you a fan? Oh please, uh, loved it. Any chance I could get it, I never got it, which is why I wanted it always. Um, my mom would buy like orange juice either from like she'd get the concentrate I'm trying to remember she'd get like the the can of concentrated orange juice and then she would add water and I think she would add maybe a little too much water because I bet it tastes fine if you proportion it right but I'm not sure if she proportioned it right um so I my orange juice experience growing up was always with just like a little bit too watery (laughs) 
concentrate orange <laughs> juice. So anytime that like a kid brought a Sunny D to lunch when they would bring a cold lunch when I would have my hot lunch or whatever, uh, they were you know they were the bell of the ball. They were in my eyes at least. I wanted to get to know them. I wanted to sit next to them. I wanted to drink that Sunny D because I'm watching the yeah. commercials. You know, I'm having the same experience as all of us, but I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not partaking and I want to. Oh man. I love, that's the, the, the cool kids drink Sunny D message got through to you, didn't it, John? Dang it. Oh my God. Well, yeah, (laughs) these dang kids, these commercials, which I know we're going to jump in on, these kids are so So cool. cool. They're so cool. They're riding bikes. They're, you know, playing sports. They're the... There's this one from 2000 where they're like talking about these kids being the, you know, the future and the next generation. And there's this really inspirational music playing. And then they're like fuel up for the generation. And it's Sunny D. And I wanted to be in on that. And I felt maybe a little excluded that I wasn't. Oh, hate when brands make you feel excluded. That's just, but they, that is, it is, it's all about uh, what social pressure you know, like get enough, get enough. If you don't have this, you're not cool. I'm so sorry that that was your Sunny D experience. <laughs> oh no, don't worry. I've, I've, I've okay. had it, you know, I've had it. And at some point in my life, I realized I don't need Sunny D to be cool. That's true. And it just happened. It just this, happened just now. I'm just now realizing it. That This is a great moment. This is really nice. Yeah. Thank I'm, you. <laughs> Glad you're there. I finally got there, yeah. So my experience is very similar to yours. I didn't have Sunny D in my house, and I I didn't have it much, but I wanted it because of the commercials. And I I also had the concentrate orange juice. And for our younger listeners, (laughs) you would buy, uh, it was like a can of beans, except it was Minute Maid. And you just you yeah. freeze it, and then when you're ready for orange juice, you take a glass pitcher, and then you just like slide. Yeah, you'd slide. Yeah, it always looked really bad. Yeah. You'd slide the cylinder into your pitcher, and then mix it with a ladle or something with water. And it was because it was concentrated. You could add a little less water and make it really good. Mm-hmm. That stuff was nice. Mm. I always thought this is so. This is well. Though my mom also made the um, concentrate orange juice, and it whenever it was, it always looked like a big frozen orange turd. I don't know if you all got that when you were, yeah, the visual, like some machine that eats oranges and turds that out. <laughs> yes, yes, um, yeah. And then you just add water on top of it. Add water, serve breakfast. It's good. Not the drink of the future. I don't think I had any commercials like it was what it was cheap i'm trying to think of like what the reason would be maybe it's like less sugar why would you buy a can of concentrated orange juice thomas if you're my mom why are you buying concentrated orange juice i think it's weight i think um you know per the beverage per the amount of beverage you're getting at it it's a lot lighter in the bag you think it's you think my mom is too physically weak to buy Sunny D. Yeah, I think she's so nimble that she thought if she added a big carton of orange juice, it might break her hip. <laughs> she's so nimble. <laughs> Your mom is like. That sounds right. This sounds. I think this is right. <laughs> Your mom is like Skinner's mom in The Simpsons. She wants all of her groceries to be in one bag, but she doesn't want that bag to be heavy. <laughs> that makes sense yeah. fewer trips Fewer. yeah right did she did she did john did your mom did she dr- drive a car to and from or was she walking back and she, forth oh we had to drive it was like 40 okay. we, were, we lived 45 minutes away from town so by car so we had to take the car everywhere so mm. i guess it is more uh gas efficient i guess she was probably thinking about efficiency yeah probably probably so, we, please follow up with her on that john can you and find absolutely. out absolutely absolutely i'd like to know 
because okay so all these orange drinks um you tell me if if we can't go here uh but tang is what comes to mind like that was my um if i wasn't drinking orange juice or sunny delight like the other thing that i thought was really cool was tang and so i can't think about sunny d and not think about tang at the same time just because they both were trying to occupy that space of um tastes like orange juice but not orange juice drink and um tang what i like like that was astronaut what did what is is yeah like the drink of the astronauts and then um sunny delight was all about like extreme cool kids and sports and i think too it was like that the same tone of messaging was what really drew me to both of them uh but ultimately like everyday kids stuff and like playing sports sunny d would win out and if i had to choose between one or the other astronauts are very very cool sunny d just felt more applicable to my life yeah i uh just quick shout out to anthony molina he was who put me on to tang when i was maybe six or so and yeah had a lot of great memories with tang that stuff was tasty Ooh, yeah i uh i agree with you janelle i think tang when you see the commercials, especially as a kid, you think, oh, this is for chimpanzees in space. So there's just a little bit of a disconnect. It's not that I don't respect the chimpanzee, but it's harder for me to get behind when I see other people like more my age, more my creed, mm-hmm. drinking that Sunny D. Plus, yeah. does Tang only exist as a powder? Yeah, I mean, that was all that I had. So yeah, as far as packing it in a lunch, uh, Tang did not work for me in the same way that Sunny Delight did. Yeah. But I don't <laughs> that know. That would I be such a lazy mom move. Just give you a Ziploc baggie full of Tang <laughs> and expect <laughs> you to figure it out. <laughs> well, and this is something else that I was thinking about where I didn't take like a, a water bottle to school as a kid. I like don't think I ever drank water at school because I would... Like every now and then I would go to the water fountain when I needed to, but that wasn't very often. And then otherwise I drank like a sunny D at lunch or whatever was packed into my lunch. And then that was like all I drank all day. Yeah. My mom packed me Tang for lunch because if she tried putting a water bottle in my lunch bag, her hip would break. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. It makes sense. I hate to hear it. How hydrating is Sunny D? It can't be that hydrating, right? It's first ingredients water. Oh, go ahead, Thomas. I was just going to say, I don't think the sugar necessarily takes away from the hydration. But yeah, I'm like Janelle. I, uh, I only, I didn't drink water, I don't think, as a kid. It was all Capri Sun or like apple juice, all sugary things. Do you think they were training us all as little astronauts based on they're giving us Tang, they're giving us Capri Suns, drinks, it's all these drinks in these funny packages. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like they're going to need this yeah. when they're living in space. They're also kind of futuristic too. Like the Capri Sun kind of looked like a spaceship. <laughs> yeah. 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 I feel like maybe they thought um, that these years would be different and we'd be living, you know, in a in a space station and need to be drinking things out of bags and boxes and cylinders um but here we are still on earth yeah yeah if that's the case i just want to you know say to my parents i guess i'm sorry that i didn't achieve the goal you had in mind but that i i'm doing fine i'm fine not being an astronaut so, but yeah, I'm glad we, uh, we got to you, Janelle, you talked about, uh, comparing what Sunny D was trying to go for with their extreme sports vibe. And I think it's a good time to talk about their, their evolution and their brand identity. So mm-hmm. they started with the commercials that were basically aimed towards moms and, um, I forget what that tagline was. Is it Basically, the good stuff kids go for? Thank you. That's the, the good one? stuff yeah. kids go for. 
and these ads were showing the kids coming home looking in the fridge that classic inside the fridge pov iconic then yes very iconic maybe they started that and then noticing the sunny d and then all the kids loving miss johnson because she she came through with the sunny d then one of them finishes it then she has another because she's a she's a good mom then after that was the unleash the power of the sun where living sunny d bottles are breaking compression machines you should just go you should youtube these commercials because they're all so classic they're shaking in straight jackets breaking out of them then the the sunny d escapes the bottle and it's just i guess it's more about the product at this point like do you want to be associated with this awesome stuff I feel like that's sort of like a Mountain Dew phase for Sunny D where they're like, we're going to make our product seem so wild and crazy and extreme. Like the, yeah. And you're right. Product is hero. I just think that was. (laughs) Yeah. So that's a really good point. I think, yeah, I bet Mountain Dew had a lot to do with that. And then now it's, I forget the the tagline that they have now. Do you have that? I got that. It's boldly original boldly original and it's about it's still targeted towards kids and you see them dancing in the hallways and playing their drums recording some music and it's it's interesting because they're still very sugary drinks there's 17 grams of sugar per 10 ounces but i guess the way that they're doing it um, i guess because kids aren't really concerned about that if they can seem cool, then um, then it might work. And I I just want to we tasted some yesterday, and it tastes good. It's a it's a really nice flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a tasty drink to be sure. Um, just like uh, and I think too, Thomas, what you were saying about how like how the commercials have changed over time is so. Uh, I mean, it's fun, fun to look at. Like it used to, I didn't, I had not thought about the pressure on moms in those first, like the nineties the commercials. And it was very much like, like they even say, they're like, yeah, you're so awesome, Mrs. B. Um, and uh, yeah, it was, that's, I, as I was, I, as a kid, I missed that where it was all about, if you want to run in a cool pack of kids, um, this is the stuff we're drinking. If you want to feel like a teen, here's what you do. Um, and meanwhile, the I the the cuts between um, like the music is so different too in those like kid scenes. They're just like it's like upbeat. And, oh yeah, wow! Pass me the ball. Kick that over here. And then you cut to the mom. And John, you do this really well. The do 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 the dramatic music. Yes, um, <laughs> it's it's been too long since I've heard the commercial, so I can't remember exactly how it goes. But it's just like, what is it? It's like they open the fridge, they say purple stuff, soda, and then they see it and it's like Sunny D. And it's, what is it? It's like a... Yes, that is it exactly. And I just think too, the... Like whenever they show the mom at while they're at like she's at home getting everything ready, the music sounds so dramatic. Like it's it is. I would love to know what sort of the the creative direction going on there of like how do we want these to be balanced and because it is it's a pretty big shift um, in between those for for um a you know a juice drink ultimately so. I don't know. They created very a whole narrative there in that short 30 second spot. And then, yeah, the like, what was it? The the Unleash the Power of the Sun campaign feels so, yeah, so different. Much more just about product and one noted. Yes. Oh, very much so. Yeah. And then now it is. It's like all about like celebrating how you're different. You're unique. And that's what makes us cool. Um so yeah, they've definitely evolved over time. So we're great Samaritans, and we say that because we go the extra mile to really try to get these brands to increase their business and you know 
really optimize what they're doing. And so I think what we should do is try to figure out how they can regain the prominence they once had. I mean, that's, that's what they want. We talked about it. We looked at their Wikipedia before the record, and we 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 saw that basically ever since um, ever since the two thousand the early two thousands, they've been on a steady reduction in business, and they've tried a bunch of things. None of them none of them have seemed to work. They've reformulated the recipe, but you know, let's let's think like what worked for them. What worked for them is this getting the attention of moms and basically telling kids that this is what they liked maybe before they even knew about it. And so that's, that's a bit of a two pronged approach. And then the context is this is in the era of appointment television. So everyone's watching these things and how do we get all the, get all the eyes on their ads and then what are, what are these ads? What should they look like? It really is an event. Like we talked about this a little bit yesterday, but just like you're going to talk about it at school the next day, whatever like the big event is, whether it be like a Cartoon Network special or a Comedy Central special, you know, you're going to be watching that. And to be in a position where every kid is watching the same screen is something that can't exist in 2020. Nobody is going to be watching the same content anymore. And I just like... I just want to applaud, I guess, the power of Sunny D's commercials because when I was watching them, I, I didn't think commercials were bad. Like I had the thought in my head, watching Nickelodeon or whatever, why do people hate commercials? Commercials <laughs> are fun. Like that was my thought as a kid, and I think a large part of that was because of Sunny D. Mm-hmm. They were they were fun to watch. I the one thing that they had done recently, Sunny D, and I want to say like. I think it was 2015 where they ran ads again with the same because I think they definitely have like a, a 90s kid base that now many of them, you know, have children of their own. So I think that's like and they've already seen this, too. Like that's a, a, a ripe audience to tap into to be like, remember the drink you loved? We're still cool. We're still hip. They remade the 90s versions uh, with those same actors today. And they do the same thing, like the kids, the they're now adults on like on skateboards and rollerblading, and they come to the house. And in these, the mom is fed up, and she's like, "Look, you're all thirty. <laughs> you need to go get jobs and not be here in my kitchen." And it's so great, like that to me. I was like, more of that, mostly to get in with your your audience who you. Uh, connected with in their formative years they still know you they still get you um, and just being funny and exciting to them again and then like they'll they'll you know buy it for themselves but maybe buy it for their kids too because I think too it was like for so long they tried coming in as like a almost like a health drink and then that got called out on it later which was that tough point of their brand where they were like what are we isn't that cool that they can take all of this time and come back and say like we know we were the biggest thing but come on yeah. you still uh you still want us you Nostalgia know yeah. is a powerful thing and they get that like yeah it, it is i agree is. that that's a very cool and effective way to speak to their loyal base yet i i feel like as we get older, we're going to, you know, maybe we give these to our theoretical hypothetical children. I, I just, I'm afraid that just by, by just appealing to us, they're going to just mm-hmm. suffer a slow and painful death. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. So it'd be like, where would they want to reach their audience right now? Exactly. TikTok, right? Like, yeah. So great place to start. You gotta do social ads, maybe some grassroots stuff. You know what? The Yeezys. Uh, you know, Yeet Kanye's shoe, the Yeezy. Mm -hmm. One cool grassroots thing that he did was he had he had real military tanks 
ride through downtown or ride through Chicago. And uh, it was just this really cool visual display. And it was just so awesome to look at, so awesome to capture on your phone. And I think they were giving away and selling the shoes from these tanks. And maybe you do something like that. Yeah, some sort of event-based, like an ex- a social experience that you can then yeah. hand out Sunny D's. Um, I mean, yeah, I feel like, well, some sort of like a, uh, like a, a, a partnership of some sort too. Like maybe when events are a thing again, um, if there is, like I'm thinking about places where, I guess I don't know that the X Games but would be the thing, but I'm trying to think about like yes. the youth events that could be happening. Um, maybe this is a bad parallel, but almost like what Red Bull was for like, I feel like a lot of like for skate sure. parks and things like that. And they have like an Oscar, the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile and things like Sunny D could totally tap into that fun vibe of they have a like a, a Sunny D cylinder car that drives around and shows up or it just shows up at like playgrounds yeah. and skate parks and stuff like that and to be giving out samples and swag. Um, I feel like they could total they could definitely pull that off. Hearing you talk about Red Bull, that reminds me of what some of Red Bull's promotion was. And I remember be like working in the loop in Chicago, these Red Bull girls would come in to places of work and they would just have backpacks full of free product and they would just say like hey, this is for your business, like take 20 free Red Bulls on us and see if you like it. Mm-hmm. And it was like, everybody was so excited because, you know, it was like a boost to the day. They usually came in around like 2 p.m. or something like that. And it got people hooked. Yeah, yeah. I Yeah, I think those types of promos help a lot. And I think too, it's just like, I mean, it reflects the personality of your brand. Like uh, who, uh, I'm thinking about since their thing now is boldly original, if they really want to help celebrate kids who are doing things that are unique and original and and in line with like their hopes and their dreams, I think it makes sense too to have um, like sometimes I like, I'm thinking about like scholarship programs or things that kids could start applying for, or they have like, you know, uh, like summer sessions for specifically focused on like guitar, guitarists or like, like rock band camp for kids. Like they could, try to help make if they can be that brand that helps connect kids to something that would help them further their dreams i think that also helps them deliver on that message of we celebrate the boldly original uh, and we want to help you be the most bold original that you can be sort of a thing so connecting them to opportunities in real life and not just being what we grew up with which was just like this you know sugary pop fun on a screen which worked for me i i (laughs) i bought in um, but now it does seem, I think too, it's, I think a lot of people like the hitting, hitting kids with something that feels real, uh, and does actually help them achieve the things that they are excited about, um, would be another great thing for Sunny D to do and really just make good on their promise to celebrate the boldly original. I have an yes. idea. Hearing about the commercials that we loved from the nineties and the, from the two thousands, all of these kids are on bicycles, they're playing outside, they're playing volleyball, they're playing basketball. These kids don't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm. These kids, the kids now aren't playing basketball. They're not they're not going outside. They're not, you know, they're not spending time outside. They are where? Inside. They're on TikTok. Oh, yes, on TikTok. Inside. Inside. They're on their they're on their they're on their screens, mm-hmm. everybody. I want to get them and off so, of them though. <laughs> Oh, no, okay. That's keep the going. I was going to say, go for it. I, Let's talk. What would be the marketing plan for this if we're if we're yes. thinking like that? Okay. Basically, my idea is, it's a campaign that Sunny D. You drink the bottle of Sunny D, and then you have a code that you can scan on their website or something, and the code gives you TikTok followers. Oh my gosh! Like bots. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, John, it's uh, it's good, but I'm worried about the kiddos. <laughs> well, all the kids want to do is be on TikTok. Why don't we just let them be kids? Oh man, yeah. I'm spitballing. I'm brainstorming. No, that's I mean that's a fair fair plan. That is where they are. I was thinking even too about like uh, like video games, esports are getting so big. So it's not just a world of like 
outdoor sports um, and also, I guess, indoor in arena sports. But uh, it's the it's esports. Um, ooh, which makes me think of something that I think John, you found in in your research of the brand, um, the what they the uh, like the gamification of of earning prizes and swag from Sunny D. Like in the '90s, this was like early internet stuff that they were doing, where um, what was it? They would put the bottles. There was little images, yeah, of Sunny D bottles that they would partner with websites who would hide the Sunny D bottle graphics somewhere in their website and the kids were in charge of finding those graphics and if they do they win prizes and the prizes ranged from like a college scholarship to I'm sure just like you know some some smaller prizes as well that's cool though the scholarship thing I think is I mean if you're going I feel like too like if you're going to be a brand that targets youth you I do, I just feel like it's there's um an ethical thing there where you should also be supporting them in some way that's just that's my take yeah. on it um especially if you yes. are like Sunny D does seem to really um highlight the promise and potential of kids and like kids as like the future generation. And so you should, if that's what your, your big marketing platform is, you should also somehow deliver on that too and make that happen. Two words, Greta Thunberg. I love it. We get Greta, we get Greta involved with Sunny D because she is the next generation. As far as I'm concerned, she's doing everything that the next generation should be thinking about. John, that is an awesome, that is an awesome idea. I think, cause it's like, um, not just being active, being activists as a kid. I think that's a really cool idea. And they are, they're like so plugged in to, you know, like thinking about climate change and like how to, how to make grassroots changes, local changes. Um, I think that's a really cool idea about, it's not just, it's not just being active and engaged um, in like sports and games, also in um, the decisions and things, the world that is existing around you. I love it. Thomas, what do you think? So I'd never heard of her. So, and for our listeners who haven't either, uh, maybe I'm the only one, but Greta Thunberg is a Swedish environmental activist who's internationally known for challenging world leaders to take immediate action against climate change. Thunberg initially gained notice for her youth and straightforward speaking manner both in public and to political leaders and assemblies in which she criticizes world leaders for their failure to take sufficient action to address the climate change yeah i'm with this a hundred percent i want to see her in like a jersey t-shirt that's heavily branded (laughs) have her be in some sort of contractual obligation to really visually push this alliance so yeah as long as it's clear i'm already thinking about the commercial i'm thinking we've already got harness the power of the Mm -hmm. sun well in 2020 that's something that we're scared of so how do we kind of twist harnessing the power of the sun maybe it's we used to be i'm thinking we used to love the power of the sun but now everyone knows how it hurts hurts us. us so let's get the sun like uh well, I don't know. I guess I thought about it in terms of like uh, solar energy. So harnessing the power of the sun feels good still. Um, I know the a I slight see. thing here. The, it was it was. Um, I'll check my notes. Unleash the power of the sun. So uh, John, I ah. think the, the leap that you made to like harness the power of the sun. That that kind of seems like the right direction to start going. I know they're like right now they're boldly original. But I feel like this seems to be the way to go. And so it feels like they're saying nothing, you know, by saying boldly or original, like you're saying something, but you're saying nothing. Yeah, I completely agree. This is this is the stance you take when you know you're dying and you just want to kind of crawl into a corner. Mm. Yeah. So if they really want to, you yes. know, turn stuff around, they got to make a 180 in their marketing. Get Greta Thunberg. Get on board with solar panels harness the energy of the sun 
maybe you have a commercial where Greta is in- <laughs> installing a solar panel on a Sunny D bottle. Yeah, and that's maybe. Maybe there's a there's a so, there's a solar small solar strip on a Sunny D bottle, and so even when you throw away the Sunny D, maybe it says like, when you throw this out, throw it out in a sunny place. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, you can charge your iPhone wirelessly now. Why can't the lids of Sunny D all be solar panels and all connect together and generate energy somehow to some master? <laughs> some source and then yeah t- tell us more <laughs> there's you go to the sunny d master switch. yeah you go to sunnyd.com and it's this is going to be a big infrastructural change for yeah. sunny d i just want to call that out <laughs> yeah it's possible though yes and then you yes you see on the website how much it's a ticker of how much power we're gaining every minute and it's going faster and faster and you just want to contribute to that i mean yeah, I this 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 does bring up a good question too about packaging because if, in this, especially if we're gonna try to have some sort of a connection between Sunny D and Greta, it feels like talking about it, their packaging is plastic, uh, which we we know is is not good. So they'd need to start getting in on some sort of biodegradable packaging. Definitely not gonna be. We don't want to see anyone ever drinking a Sunny D with a straw. We'll put that out there, unless it's a safe, reusable, washable straw. So stuff like that, yeah, like they'd need to change, figure out something with their packaging to make it more eco-friendly too. Well, I was thinking maybe powder is in their future, actually. Yeah, that's a good point. Put that into sun. Another thing I was just thinking about is lo- getting stuff locally is better for the environment because you don't have to transport it. So... Maybe you make small Sunny D factories in every major metro area, the top 100 metro areas in the country, and then going to these factories is an event. You know, they're like little mini amusement parks, like Disneyland, except Sunny (laughs) D-Land. That sounds like a very fun place. In my head, as a kid, I feel like Sunny D-Land was always California. Even though now we see... Um, that they are uh, distributed by Sunny Delight Beverages Company in Stamford, Connecticut, of all places. Um, I don't even remember if they actually had a California connection at all. But that whole like Sunny D thing, I do. I mean, I think Thomas that like the theme park vibe of it rings true. You know, like just the what they like. Even some of those commercials of the Unleash the Power of the Sun where you had like all the like fruits exploding everywhere. It definitely felt very, mm-hmm. that felt, yeah, like arcade game and theme park-ish. Yeah. It doesn't feel like too much of a stretch either because watching the commercials, I always, it's such a, it, there's, I don't know, there's so much gravity to the commercials. It feels like it is a thing. Like Sunny D feels like more than a product. I don't know if that's too forward to say, but... It feels, you know, there's so much, I don't know, there's so much baggage to it that I want to explore. Like, it almost feels like a lifestyle. Like, there's a Sunny D lifestyle, and it's, like, active, young. I think you hit it on the head with more than a product. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised I haven't seen more, like, like, I feel like, I feel like people would wear Sunny D shirts, you know? Like, the, the having it not just be, this isn't just, this isn't just what I drink. Um, yeah, I think especially if it does start turning into more of, um, that like environmentally minded consumer, uh, like that this could be a brand that they would be excited to be purchasing. Uh, And I think too, I mean, I don't know, I guess, what do you guys think as far as, uh, knowing that they're not like a health drink in that regard, like, does that create too much tension or friction between like, we're eco-friendly but we're also a treat and we get that like we are a sugary drink or do you think they need to change their formula again in order to make this type of a transformation feel fluid enough yeah there's 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 an interesting dilemma here because you want to preserve your base with the drink they know and love but you're destined to slowly 
crumble with this formula. So yeah, maybe you introduce a a new version that yeah, that's maybe sweetened with stevia. I would I might be interested in that. Hmm. I am too. I'm wondering if another route you could take is is to just say like we can't do it all mm. and just keep the sugar, keep everything the same, but just have that moment of like, hey, we're trying to save the world here. Like that's our prerogative. And we taste great. So there are, I think there are two intersections that you could take on just this. Just kind of owning, owning like we're not a, we're not a health drink, but we do want to save the world. Yeah. Because either, either way you look at it, I think there are more extreme cases of beverages. Like if you try to go more sugary, like can you really compete with the most sugary drinks? And if you want to go healthy, can you really compete with the most healthy drinks? And I kind of think no on both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't think that I don't think like positioning themselves as a healthy drink could be too much of a stretch at this point since they've already kind of gone through being called out on that in the past. And yeah, but they're definitely I mean, I think they still are better for you than than like soda or something. So they definitely still have that kind of middle of the road you know, <laughs> you know how we taste. If you like this, keep drinking us. But also, we're at least a brand who is making, trying to make things better. <laughs> I really like. If we think that they can pull that off. Sorry, I really like the humility of owning. We can't do it all. You know, we're we're trying to save the world, and don't try to make us do everything. <laughs> but I also really like. Do you know what you said? Uh, we're still better than better for you than soda. So maybe those are the two main messages. We can't do it all, and we're still better for you than soda. Yeah, because I think what got them in trouble is that they were advertising themselves as a healthy drink, but they weren't healthy. Like it's just you know, it's like we're not the worst option mm-hmm. here. I li- I like that. I think that that uh, what you said about humility, Thomas, is right on and that they could because they have too that sort of like their brand seems like it has like a sense of humor especially with like redoing the ads from the 90s with the actors from today um just like being able to it reminds me of those like avis campaign that i think they were like we're number two and like they i forget who they were always behind but just really being like yeah we're your second best option yeah (laughs) if you can't get your first option definitely come to us um, I think that mm-hmm. could be a really cool take for Sunny D to do also. I just want to see them. I just want to see them own it. Yep. Rather than like kind of give us a watered down, like, Hey, we're kind of, we're better for you than this thing. It's like, yes, you are, but I don't know. It just feels more honest. And like, I feel like corporate America is at a pressure point right now for not being honest mm-hmm. to, uh, yeah, to I love just going whole hog with honesty and I think one way to do this is you go back to them you you target the moms and the moms in the supermarket the kids want cactus cooler mom mom look cactus cooler <laughs> she says no no kids that's too sweet and then she says how about this green drink and they go no I don't want that that's gross and then she's she compromises and she says, hey, this is what I used to drink. This is Sunny D. It's it's not as bad for you. And then they're, <laughs> the kids are like, well, all right, I guess. And then <laughs> they're convinced. Yeah. And then you just maybe say something <laughs> about, look, if you get them the healthy drink, they're going to be dehydrated because you know they're not drinking water. It's it, There are two options. Keep them hydrated with this or with soda. So what do you want? Mm-hmm. Well, I, one thing, well, okay, this made me think of a lot of things. One thing is, do we also feel like those types of commercials should put less, <laughs> less pressure on, on moms? Is that something we could like, and just start to shift, shift the household dynamics too, and make that a reflection of, um, of where we're at? Like, uh, that would be another thing that I'd want to push Sunny D to do. I think it's about D time. Damn time. Yeah. It's about sunny, it's about sunny D, D time. D time. Yeah. Yes. You want to push the message. Yeah. 
that it's it's an equal household. So maybe it's the dad and the mom are shopping together. Mm-hmm. They see the Sunny D, then just kind of realize that they're probably going to be dehydrated if we don't <laughs> if we don't get them. <laughs> they got to drink something. Yeah. This is a this is a this could be a fun segment that Sunny D could do. It'd be like the Sunny Debate. Oh. And where where it is just like you know, kids aren't always going to just drink water. Um so, but, and the, like, you don't want them to always be drinking soda when they're not drinking water. So this is like a, a nice, a compromise of a, a treat plus getting them some sort of hydration. Yes. I think you're onto something there, Thomas, of the whole, like, how do we talk about the, the realistically, what are your kids going to drink? I almost like it too, of like, <laughs> from the voice of water, water's like, it's fine sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> the water droplets being like we're the best ones but <laughs> yes sunny D, every now and then we hang out with sunny d sort of a thing but i like that yeah one thing i also wanted to bring up is kids have really good metabolism there's a reason that people don't care about kids eating sweets and the fact that they just gorge on candy every halloween it's because they can handle it <laughs> Maybe we lean into the fact that, look, if you're stripping sugar from their childhood, you're really going too far. Mm. You could have a shot of my mom in black and white. <laughs> yeah, this can't, it can't be an all or nothing thing, right? Yeah, they're kids. They still need a treat every now and then. Yes. That, what you just said, Janelle, that is like, that sounds great to me. They're, you know, they're mm-hmm. kids. They need a treat. Like, remember when you were you a kid? You have treats because they're a treat. You they know? deserve it. Yes. Yeah. They're treats because they're a treat. You could do a tagline for Sunny D and it's like only for the kids with high metabolism. <laughs> so you could like get the kids. <laughs> you could get the kids who want, I don't know, who want to be in the high metabolism club. You can evaluate your metabolism. You can? You can evaluate it? Yes. You on can the Sunny D website. Take a one blood test to evaluate your metabolism pretty accurately. It's it's a certain I hormone. And maybe if you if you buy six Sunny D's that you can trade that in to your doctor for one of these blood work samples. <laughs> Oh man, you know, the healthcare system is just really complicated. <laughs> I don't know how crack it, you know? Like, how will they? It's a lot, but you, yeah. I I mean, yeah. It does make me think of the whole box top, the, what was it, box, box tops top. or box tabs oh, yeah. and like box. what you could yeah. turn those in for. I wonder if Sonny D ever did something like that. Um, yeah, like the you proof, proof of purchase. Which is always a funny thing to me. I never really, it's a whole other thing. Yeah. The idea of like a proof of purchase and like mailing something back somewhere to prove. I'm like, who's looking at this stuff? Who is the proof of purchase person is how I I feel. So I'm just starting to write what I think are our strongest ideas so we can start putting this email together. I have an idea before we get into the email, Thomas, that I think is pretty specific to this brand. And I'm just going to float this idea out there. Let me know what you guys think. Mm -hmm. We don't have to do it at all. But because this company is so commercial famous, I thought maybe it'd be kind of fun if we tried brainstorming our own commercial for them. I mean, we kind of have been doing that, but like... I don't know, like try to capture the tone. I guess we've been doing that. I don't know. What do you guys think about that? I like that that? a lot. I think it would be a very nice part of the email or maybe the entire email is just a simple, here's an ad you should do because we're so close. I actually Mm. like, I think that's, I think that's better. I know we're getting uh, a little, a little (laughs) long on time here. So maybe we can combine the two ideas. Okay. So there's the sunny debate series. And Greta Thunberg is involved somehow. Yeah. Or I think any young activists, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. like if there's some sort of like call, like instead of a call to action, a call to activists um, for 
for Sunny D. Yeah, like change the CTA to like a call to activists. Um, so I, and I am like I don't think I feel like they'll probably want to stick with their boldly original tagline. But I guess it's not out of the realm for us to have them shift that too. But if they did, I mean, it would still work with the whole like we think you should start shifting your commercials to a like a call to activists sort of um celebrating their like unique uh talents and passions and things that they really care about and and putting them into uh get, putting them into practice and giving them actual outlets to make the difference that that we know they can make i think could be really cool um yeah i think that's i think that's a great idea i think it's more specific than what they're running right now. So I think in the email, we can maybe ask a slightly pointed question and just be like, how's being unique treating you? You know, like, yeah. Cause <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like po pointed, like let them know that we have better ideas than what they're currently doing. And, and they know because they're, they're slowly, I'm sure shrinking yeah. in shriveling in, uh, liquidity right now shriveling and because it's an email liquidity yeah it's a uh <laughs> it's a they know it's a rhetorical question so i i think that's a nice intro so i think letting them know like that we love their brand <laughs> i don't just be yes. like we're we grew up on your commercials and love the fun that you stand for and yeah have some ideas on how you can connect with um because I also, I mean, I really do love their take on doing the, having the old 90s actors do uh, the commercials now. I thought that was really smart to connect with all of us who had seen it in the past. Um, so I don't know if we want to acknowledge that, but then also say, like, thinking about where kids are now. Um, Maybe they need to do more yeah. of that. Like, they just kind of hit the tip of the iceberg with like the kid actors aged up. So maybe you could do like all of their ad campaigns, but aged up mm -hmm. somehow like, yeah, I think too, showing sunny D in the office today or something like that, you know, like just, uh, Oh yeah. yeah sunny like they D can legit just pretend like this is sunny D is a part of our everyday lives and just, just bring it back. And I think that could be really fun too. <laughs> Yeah, I like that a lot. Maybe you have you show some business guy. He get he walks into the office with his uh, co disposable coffee cup with the you know sippy top on it. Then as soon as he gets into behind his desk, he kind of looks around and then opens his drawer and it's just a row of Sunny D's. And then he he cracks one open and refills his what looks like a coffee cup. Yes, his coffee cup was Sunny D. <laughs> Oh, man. I, I think I love, too, the idea of just, like, mapping the actual old commercials onto people in, like, business suits. So, like, they're on their way to the office, and it's a pack of coworkers all dressed nice and stuff, and they're, like, roller skating in. And then you cut to the boss in the office, and he's, like, getting the boardroom <laughs> arranged for a big presentation. And then the, you cut back to the, the business people, and they're just still, like, rollerblading and going through the crosswalk and being like, hey, yeah, we're friends. And then they walk into the building and go swipe their cards, and then they get up and cut back to the boss, and he's getting she's getting everything together, and boom, boom. And then they walk in, and it, then they're like, hey, boss, wow, so great. We're going to really pitch this hard, aren't we? And then they all slam some sunny bees. That's my vision. I love that. But, but I do think that takes them in a different, Shit. like, this is tough because it takes them away from Boldly Original. It takes them away from the focus on the kids. It takes them away uh. from, I think it would be hard to, to pull that tone off, plus a campaign about, we care about kids and the future and the environment. They'd have to, they'd have to pick one, I, I think. Yeah. Unless, yeah. I think Boldly Original could still work for the, like, for the office idea. Because these office workers are clearly different if they're roller skating to work, if they're biking, you know, like, I don't know, if they're like juggling a soccer ball with their, with their business suit, with their suit on. It's like Playing these guys are a little bit different, you know, it's for, like, oh. yes, it's for like, 
even though you work a nine to five, that doesn't mean you're yeah. still a kid a little bit, you know, you can kind of like, and that, that I think would maybe. work too with like the whole idea of like, it's a treat because it's a treat sort of a thing. Um, you know, yeah. Like don't lose the kid inside sort of a message would work for that. Or what you have these businessmen going in, you know, businessmen, businesswomen going into their meeting, they're in the, they're in the conference room and then, you know, they like, they're out of whatever they used to drink. It's like, we're out of coffee. What else do we have? And then they blow some dust off of an old Sunny D, like 12 pack, and they drink that. And then instead of being men and women in this meeting, they're oh, in adult clothes and they're drinking Sunny D. <laughs> I love that. I, about that. that. I, I think that's great. <laughs> and one of the kids is Greta. Yes. Oh, it is coming together. This is good. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. I think we've nailed it. And any any more, yeah. and it's just gonna take away from what we've got. Putting a yeah a hat on a hat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, I think we really came up with some solid ideas for Sunny D. And I'm excited. I'm excited for them, and I'm excited for them to to receive this email with our ideas. Yeah. They're in a place where they need to be open to radical ideas. And I think they know that. So I'm actually feeling pretty optimistic about about this email. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just think, too, it's like, yeah, that whole they're at a they I don't <laughs> I don't want to see a world without Sunny D, you know, like that's their. I think, too, I had asked the, uh, like a Gen Z kind of age person at, at, at my grocery store if they had Sunny D and they just said they were like what is that you know and I was like oh I was like oh Sunny gosh. D you got some work to do <laughs> people don't know you anymore Sunny D did you hear that you yeah. gotta do something alright well that's gonna do it for another episode of Great Samaritans thanks Janelle for joining us it was very thanks for having me yeah it's very fun All right. Bye-bye. Thanks again, Thank you. Love the Great Samaritans. (laughs) That was Great Samaritans. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Great Samaritans Pod or email us at greatsamaritanspod at gmail.com. Feel like being a Great Samaritan yourself? Rate and review us on iTunes. Bye-bye. Consider yourself vertically integrated. Boom. That was synergy. Attention, check. Interest, check. Desire, check. Action, checkmate. Thank you for passing the briefcase. Thank you for telling me your endgame. Everyone, turn to slide five. Dow Jones.